Hey everyone, this is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Irie Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdBits. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. Today's AdBits want to talk about IRA beneficiary tips. So everyone that has an IRA or even a 401k plan has to select a beneficiary. And the beneficiary is obviously super important because God forbid, in the case of your death, you're going to want to know and determine and choose who is the beneficiary who will receive your IRA or 401k account on your death. So whenever you go to open an IRA, whether it's at IRA Financial, Fidelity, Schwab, TD Ameritrade, you're going to be asked to provide beneficiaries, primary and contingent. Primary is obviously the person or persons that will receive it first. And then the contingents or God forbid the primaries are not live or refuse to receive the IRA. And that's possible. You could essentially deny the, um, the claim and then it will pass to the contingents. That does happen occasionally. Um, that's why you would have uh, the contingents. Generally, in most cases, the primary is a spouse, contingent or kids. That's you know 80, 90% of the time the way it works if, if someone's married. So whether again, you have an IRA or 401k, you're going to have to select the beneficiary, primary contingent, and it's pretty simple. Right. Um, obviously, if you do some estate planning, you can you know, put a trust in there as a primary. There's all kinds of ways. There's no right or wrong, but we'll get to in a minute some horror stories and then some tips that you should follow to make sure those uh, horror stories don't happen to you. So if you die without a will, basically the intestacy laws of the state where you reside will determine how your property is distributed upon death. Right. That includes bank accounts, investments and also retirement accounts. So it's key and important, whether you have a will or not, to make sure your beneficiary form is up to date. Okay. Now, if you have a situation where your beneficiary form and your will do not coincide, there's discrepancies, what happens? So believe it or not, the IRA beneficiary form trumps the will. So if your will says, I want all my assets to go to my spouse, but your IRA beneficiary form has it going to someone else, non-spouse, the IRA beneficiary form will prevail. Hard to believe, but that is the case. Now, a few things here. Let's start with common law or common property states, I should say. If you are a common property state or reside in a common property state, such as Arizona, California, Idaho, Louisiana, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas, Washington, or Wisconsin, you technically need the consent of your spouse if you want to have a non-spouse serve as or appoint as a primary beneficiary. So if you live in California and you want to put your sister as your primary beneficiary instead of your husband, you're going to need to get your husband's consent because you're in a common property state. Um, some institutions will require, even if you don't live in a community property state, 
to a point if you want to have a non-spouse as a primary to get the spouse's consent. And this happens for a number of reasons. Um, the first is, again, situation with the will. You leave everything to your husband and your IRA beneficiary form says it should go to your brother. And now you have a situation where your husband may have a claim against the estate and ends up in litigation over the IRA. So to keep things straight and clean, a lot of IRA companies simply say, if you're not leaving it to a spouse and you're married, you need the spouse's consent. So this way, if there's any discrepancy between the will and the IRA form, hey, the spouse consented to it, you have no claim. And, and I've seen this, believe it or not. I've seen it where uh, I had a client that was married prior, had a, a, now the ex-spouse on the IRA beneficiary form, non-community property state, and he, he, he got remarried. 10 years later, he passes away. We got an issue because his will leaves all his assets, including the IRA, to the new spouse. And then the old spouse is now the primary on his IRA, which was pretty substantial. And there was an issue. And they actually ended up settling it because, um, because it wasn't a community property straight. Technically, the new spouse may have not uh, had a claim because technically there was no consent needed to um, provide or have an IRA to a non-spouse, which was the ex-spouse. Pretty confusing stuff. So here are the tips. If you don't want those types of horror stories to happen to you and you want to uh, make sure that, God forbid, on your death, you know who's getting your assets, review the form. Review the IRA beneficiary form each year. Let's take a quick look at it. It takes two seconds. Okay. You should also keep a copy of it somewhere safe. The custodian will have a copy, but you should keep a copy as well. If there is a change in your marital status, change in your family life, update your beneficiary form. Super important. Again, you don't want to be in that horror story where your family is now fighting over your IRA because things weren't uh, done uh, the right way um, when, when you were alive. So just be careful, be prudent, check out each year, make sure that your IRA beneficiary form is up to date, especially if you have a change in marital status or family status, super important. And um, you know, again, if you have young kids, things like that. You may want to talk to an estate planning attorney, whether you want to have a trust there as a contingent. Uh, but you know, those are the things to keep in mind. The most important thing, obviously, if you're married and you want everything to go to your spouse is to make sure, and, and you've been uh, either separated or you had a, a prior marriage, please, please make sure your IRA beneficiary is up to date. I can't tell you how many times over the 12 years I've been in the IRA business, how many times that I've had this issue come up. In fact, I was actually surprised. The first time I encountered this situation, even as a tax attorney, my initial inclination was to believe that the will would prevail over the beneficiary form, right? A will is this formal document that's notarized and drafted by an attorney. And here's this flimsy little IRA beneficiary form that you don't even think about when you complete. And now that is actually taking precedent over the will. So it was actually pretty interesting. We did a lot of research, hired attorneys to review it uh, because we, we had a situation where uh, th these, these two uh, families, the, the current spouse and the former spouse, actually you know, went to arbitration and were fighting this out and it, it got really messy. And we had to kind of, uh, we're almost stuck in the middle, uh, but thankfully it was resolved uh, amicably. So. Anyways, with over 50 million IRAs, $11 trillion out there, there's lots of money that people will fight over. So just make sure again that your 
beneficiary form, the primary beneficiary form will equate to where you want those assets to go and are aligned with uh, your will. Um, anyways, again, I, I hope we all live to 120 and we're all safe and healthy and we don't ever have to deal with this stuff. But we all know the reality is eventually, you know, we're, we're going to go in peace. So please, 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 I don't want these horror stories to happen to you. Please, once a year, just take a quick glance at your beneficiary form, keep it somewhere safe, change in marital status, separation, divorce, something happens in your family, God forbid, good or bad, just take a quick glance at that beneficiary form. Also talk with your attorney, if whoever's drafting your will, make sure he or she sees a copy of that beneficiary form so they, they can obviously advise you if there are any issues. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, really hope you enjoyed today's ad bits. Um, I really enjoyed talking to all you guys. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at IRA Financial if you haven't already. We usually post five videos and three podcasts a week. You can check out my two other podcasts, Ad Mail, which is a weekly podcast that goes through the three best questions of the week. Uh, from clients, non-clients that I receive. And obviously Adam Talks, which uh, is my you know, primary podcast that dives into various tax retirement investment um, topics uh, that are current and exciting. And I kind of give you my tax attorney's take. So there you have it. I hope uh, you stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, thanks again for listening, watching, and uh, cheers. Talk to everyone again uh, next week.